Good evening and welcome. This is this is Troy Shelby, host of the Rant Reloaded, and I'm here with my co-host Timothy Fowdy, and I am the host of Eternal Truth. I'm not going to bother trying to spell it out for anybody today. <laughs> I'm uh, too upset about everything going on right now. Yeah, there is a lot of things going on and a lot of things to cover. Anyhow, you are listening to the Saturday Night uh, Saturday Special. Night Special. I like the way you said that. Put some emphasis on it. Uh, so Saturday Night Special. <laughs> But that that kind of sounded like one of the things you hear for the uh, for the gun shows that they promote at the uh, at, at the arenas here and there. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, it sounds more like somebody announcing WCW. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, we've got a lot to cover. A lot of upsetting things going on in uh, today uh, in the past week. Uh, to start with, one of the things going on within the past week. It, uh, I'm sure, I hope some of you noticed, uh, whether you're, well, probably not if you're not, if you're listening on the website or Spotify or iHeartRadio, or even Rumble, but if, you're, if you follow us on, on Facebook, uh, you might have noted that I put out an announcement last week about our upcoming uh, Saturday night special was going to be an extended, uh, uh, extended episode. Uh, well, I posted that extended episode, and Facebook promptly removed it. Uh, apparently, they have found a way to get around uh, their using fact-checking and declaring it as false information to censor the content because they did not attempt to declare it false information because there was nothing falsified in a, our broadcast. Instead, they classified it as spam. So, uh, I know I'm not happy about this. I don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tim's kind of, uh, a bit upset about it too. I'm irritated with it. That's for sure. I think Facebook needs to be broken up as a company. I think that Zuckerberg needs to be uh, um, clapped in irons and thrown in the clink for the rest of his uh, for the rest of his known life. And quite frankly, that that goes right along with anybody who promotes censorship of any kind. And that that includes in our country. I think anybody who promotes censorship should be. Uh, Walked, get given the perp walk straight out of the buildings that they're in, and and clapped in irons, and maybe taken out to Siberia and disappeared. Can't Honestly, say, I think say, I think all of them deserve it. Cannot say that I disagree with you. Uh, censorship is one of, especially censorship by the left against conservative organizations, conservative groups, uh, is one of the biggest things going on in this nation still. In spite of all the times that Zuckerberg's been called in front of Congress for it. Uh, apparently, Congress has and, and failed. And lied through his teeth every single time, too. Exactly, and Congress has failed to take any uh, effective uh, action against uh, Facebook for it. Now, some of you might ask, well, uh, why are you still on uh, broadcasting on Facebook? Now, I commend, I, I have no problem with people like Tim that has gone over to, to Rumble. It's a, uh, it's a good platform to use. Uh, I just, I just feel by fair about his content, uh, about his content regulation too. I mean, if if they don't like what you got to say, they just won't monetize it. That's that's really as far as it goes. They won't pull your stuff down. They won't ban your account. 
You know, I mean, Dan Bongino, you know, put his money where his mouth is when it comes to Rumble. He's invested in it. Right. You know, he doesn't yeah. just have a show over there. He's invested in it and brought a lot of uh, uh, very, rather large clientele over there, from what I, I can understand. You know, almost 2 million users now for him. So hey, applause for that one for him. Uh, definitely, definitely. There you go, Dan. That's all for you. But uh, <laughs> uh, let me, the, the reason I have not left Facebook myself and switched over to Rumble or any of the other platforms that are coming out in uh, competition with Facebook is because I know Facebook is a uh, leftist, so-called progressively run uh, organization, uh, social media site, uh, which by continuing to broadcast in Facebook, on fa over Facebook, <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's basically my way of <clears throat> not only thumbing my nose to, at Facebook uh, and its executives, but it's my way of fighting deep down in the muddy trenches. Because this is going to be an explicit episode, people. Because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um, you know translate for everybody out there, younger generation. That's this is our way of telling uh, Zuckerberg to go fuck himself. Exactly. So it, it, it's my way of, of fighting back against Facebook, but it's also my way of fighting from the trenches in the hopes that the people that follow me on Facebook and even those who just happen to stumble across my broadcast on Facebook might get a, a bit of the truth and realize that their woke status really isn't that woke. So uh, does that make any sense, Tim? <laughs> Not really, but I'll I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, I'm hoping to get them to wake up and realize that the Democratic Party and the left wing that they support does not truly have their best interest or America's best interest at heart. Yeah, but that that's the thing is I don't think Facebook's going to wake up. No, but uh, the company. People on Facebook, that's a bit different. But the company, I think, is pretty much deaf to everything anybody says because they're right along Democrats with pushing green energy, green New Deal bullcrap. Exactly. They're right along them, and they're right along, you know, right along with freaking communist China about trying to weaken the United States. That's why you will never see anybody from Facebook talking bad about China. In fact, exactly. when was the last time anybody saw that? Exactly, but uh, I'm not. Podcast like mine. I'm not. I'm not talking about getting the people that run Facebook to to, to wake up. We already know they're drones. They're not going to wake up. They yeah, have they're their, just idiots. They have their own personal agenda. I am actually talking about the users of Facebook, and trying to get the sheep to stop being sheep. There's always a little bit of wolf dog in everybody. I think. So. This is why I don't go off of Facebook. I, I, I remember when Rumble first came out, I had a lot of people, oh, just take your show to, to Rumble, forget Facebook. Well, if I forget Facebook, then I forget an entire crowd of, uh, of Democratic leftist progressives that may be able to be educated into understanding just how toxic and damaging the Democratic Party is to this nation. There's an old saying, you know, you can you can lead 
you can lead someone to you can lead the the gazelle or or cow or or animal to water but you can't you can't force them to drink it right but here's also the other thing is that you can lead them to a mirage and they'll drink the sand not because they're that thirsty but because they simply just don't know the difference so that's kind of the point here is that they're drinking sand because they don't know the difference they think that it's actually kool-aid that facebook's feeding them but really it's just what's going to kill them faster and that's 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 the part i mean and and you and i've had this discussion plenty of times where we've talked to people on the left and i'm not advocating that we just say to hell with all of them i'm just saying that it's it's not as easy as some might think it is to convince people who have been brainwashed by this crap because most of them are just dead inside like they are completely dead inside they are devoid of any kind of moral understanding or moral baseline they have zero idea of what they're doing actually is hurting people they they, they don't know exactly no. and but, or do they really care but zuckerberg facebook executives take this as notice okay you will not censorship and silence either the rant reloaded or the saturday night special you will not cause these shows to run and hide from you Here's also the other thing. You have started a fight, and we will finish it. This this is also the other thing. My message to Zuckerberg is that if you take if you take my videos down, or you take you take the 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 uh, um, radio side of things down, or even if you ban my profile, guess what? It doesn't mean a thing to me. There are other platforms out there that are far better, like Parler, like Rumble. I mean, granted, I don't really like Parler that much anymore either because, um, what is it, True Social's coming out here pretty soon? So, yeah, I'll be right on board with that as soon as they get over to Android because um, I don't have an iOS, so kind of means I can't download the app right now. But it's right. coming soon to Google Play. At least that is the rumblings, and I'm looking forward to it when it does. I'm going to be switching over to them, and I'm going to be telling Zuckerberg, just delete my profile. Get rid of the shadow profile, too. I don't want it. And, because, and, quite frankly, it's it, it does no good to have me on there if I'm never on there. And I'm never on there myself, except exactly. for to post these videos and communicate with some of the other people I actually do talk to from occasion uh, on occasion. So. And do those that Go do ahead and ban me. I don't care. Do those that do listen to us on Facebook? I would, I, I, if you go want to follow another platform, I encourage you to do so. But we're not going to stop putting content out on Facebook and revealing the truth and exposing the lies of the Democratic Party, no matter what Facebook does. So, anyway, so that's where we're at. I am officially announcing Facebook has fired the first shot. And we are officially at war. <laughs> Kablang blang. <laughs> you know, we re- we really should find a soundbite of that old uh, that old uh, early two thousands uh, um, like beat that was put out by the lead guitarist for Corn. He uh, put together this beat that was a bunch of shotguns and pistols, bla- uh, you know, right. firing off, and made it into an actual like. You know, baseline for a song. It was actually really awesome too. Well, since fa- um, since Facebook has fired the first shot, here's my response. So there you go. 
It is. Well, I didn't hear that, unfortunately. Uh, it, it it was a gunshot. Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured as much. So anyway, uh, and I hope that it did get picked up on the broadcast. Uh, the cheering does. I don't understand why you hear the cheering but not the gunshot, but that's okay. It, um, it, it sounds like it's loud enough to be going through your, your microphone. That's probably why. But anyways, let's move on here. <laughs> we got, uh, I, I guess we're talking about the, uh, um, talking about one little thing that I, I've expressed that I, I don't know, it feels like it's kind of beating a dead horse, but hey, go ahead. Take your pot shot, buddy. Right. Well, I, I have to say, and I know that uh, that just the topic tends to aggravate Tim because Tim, like me, can't can't even stand to hear the sound of Biden's voice, let alone talk about him. But I I, I, can't, I can't listen to the guy. I I can't I can't avoid this opportunity to mention uh, Biden's recent State of the Union address. I mean, the man actually absolutely killed it in his speech. And I mean, by- they have the call to actually call it a State of the Union. It's more or less the 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 state of Biden's undershorts. Exactly. And by killed it, I don't mean did an outstanding job. I mean, this speech was so oh, bad. Oh, it's, it's better the than a dead horse has been dead for six weeks. The, the, the flubs in it were so terrible uh, that, quite frankly, it should be uh, sealed in, in titanium and buried 200 miles below the surface of the earth. I mean, yeah, Hunter Biden, put that in your pipe and smoke it. He killed it to the point that it is beyond dead. Okay, I mean, with 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 the, I mean, just simple flubs. Uh, obviously, ninety percent of the speech was a lie. Maybe ninety nine percent, but just the little flubs calling the Ukrainian people Uranium people. Well, w- me and Tim have a difference on theory of whether that was a flub or not. Uh, yeah, the only way you can the only way you can spot your Ur- Uranium people is with a microscope large enough to see uh <laughs> to see Uranus. I don't know. Maybe maybe your now anal- your analysis would point them out. Uh, uh yeah. Yes, I know bad there, there, there are people that are uh people that are that are immigrants from Ukraine into Iran, you know, maybe that, that'd be the Uranian thing. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're Iranians who became Ukrainians. I, I mean, who, who are we talking about here, Biden? We're exactly. talking about little green men or little green men. Like who, who are we talking about here? Exactly. You know, if you can't even point out who the heck we're actually supposed to be in support of on this, then maybe we shouldn't be in support of any of them. Exactly, and and I'm no, say- and I'm I'm not against. Yeah, you know, I'm not for Putin invading anybody. I'm not for Putin putting the people of Ukraine through the hell that they're living through right now. But I am <laughs> certainly not in support of of European globalism either. Like I think the whole thing just needs to, you know, diffuse itself. And there's a way we can do that. We'll get to another story later on in this episode about why this this whole thing just I don't know for me after a week of listening to all the stories taking a step back and and, and thinking about everything I will say this much something stinks right right something stinks something and it goes. ain't the fire from that Ukrainian power plant exactly and I, I'm just gonna put this out there uh, I, and I'm gonna leave the State of the Union address alone but there were 
Uh, I mean, if that union address didn't show at least three major players in the Democratic Party that need to retire because they're obviously senile, uh, that would be Schumer and Pelosi because they missed every single freaking cue of when they were supposed to stand. I mean, uh, Pelosi sat there looking like a wicked witch sitting there rubbing her hands together, half standing, half sitting. So, uh, hey, by the way, one one little point about this. I'm I'm pretty sure if anybody anybody here who watches this uh, this podcast on Rumble or listens to it on the radio, if you if you watch Forbes at all, say on YouTube or even Rumble, um, they had a little video out about Chip Roy making a statement in front of the in front of Congress, um, and and he was talking about the State of the Union address. Like he 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 talked about it about border security about about the border should be secured because we say it's secured you know and all this and chip roy's like uh dude we we've just had in the past week we've had like four thousand illegals cross the border 26 of them died in the rio grande you know we got 26 bodies in the rio grande that the sheriff's office had to pull a meat wagon out to you know haul out of the river so i mean how exactly how exactly is the border secure? So that's what he was saying, and he was he was calling out Biden for it the entire time he was speaking. But then there was one little and speaking of censorship about Facebook too. Some of this <laughs> is actually playing out within our chambers of of of, uh, of Congress. Did you know? Did you know that congressmen aren't allowed to criticize the president? Oh, of course. I mean, they uh, they there were two. People, uh, two two congresswomen that uh, that basically spoke out in the middle of the speech, and uh, pretty much the entire Democrat Party has condemned yeah, them for them. doing so. So um, I'm, I'm clapping right now. Thirteen of them. Remember that statement? Thirteen of them. Yep. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and they were uh, pointing out the the death that Biden was re- has been responsible for. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, and they've been condemned for speaking out about it. Apparently, I don't it is, see why they should be condemned for it. I mean, honestly, that was perfect timing on their statements. They shouldn't, but it is apparently become a practice, uh, and we see it even against citizens, that it is taboo to speak out against a pretty much uh, buffoon of a president that we have in, in Biden. I mean, Biden tries to act like he has the mic drop moments like Barack Obama, like Barack Obama did on national TV that one time, which his mic drop statement at that point in time was probably the most ridiculous thing I ever saw. Right. Like I remember seeing that, and I'm like, "What the hell is this idiot doing?" I, I'm like he's acting like he's a thug, really, and he's a president. Exactly. Do we really want this guy in office? Oh my god. Right. I'm still trying to figure out who he was referring to when he closed off the State of the Union speech and said, "Go get him." He didn't say go get him, as in, hey, hey, rah, rah, just go get him, like he's putting out a hit on somebody. I, I think we all know who he's referring to, So, unfortunately. Huh. Because we, we, know, we know just from the hints that have been dropped, Donald Trump's probably going to run again in 2024. Oh yeah, yeah, and they they definitely don't even. Uh, I mean, Trump has hinted to that. He's also hinted to support for others. I don't know what his actual plans are. He hasn't come flat out and announced them, 
which I think is wise on Trump's part at this point. Uh, but uh, I think there's a very real possibility well, that can. he may. I think there is a very real possibility in 2024 he will indeed run again. I think oh, there's yeah. a very yeah. real possibility that he will win again. Unless, but he course, can't announce Democrats, anything right now. Well, that's debatable. I mean, you already had... No, no, he literally, by, by election commission law, he cannot announce until after the midterms. Okay, well, you've already got Hillary pretty much saying she's planning on running again. Yeah, so. well, of course she's going to say it. And the thing is, is, honestly, I hope it's a grudge match between them two because, honestly, <laughs> a lot of stops are going to get pulled out during that election, and we might just see what we've all been praying for. Hillary Clinton clapped in irons. That'd be kind of awesome, actually. You know I, what? I would that, very much love that. I, would th I think that would be one of the greatest things in, uh, in American history, uh, along with that seeing the leaders of the DNC also clapped in irons would be just spectacular. But here's here's the thing. You know what would be even better? What would be even better is if, if that whole scenario plays out in 2024, Trump wins the election and then looks at the Secret Service, looks at her Secret Service detail because technically she's still entitled to one. Well, yeah. She's she's still entitled to one, not not even as a presidential candidate, but as, as the former first lady. Exactly. So he can probably look right at the Secret Service and say, "Clapper and irons." He can indeed. He can indeed. Uh, I uh, personally, I think that needs to happen. Uh, it, we all know that it's not going to happen until uh, there is a restructuring of the Justice Department to where it is not led by Democrat sycophants. I think that the only thing we need to do is just make sure that Trump is in office for. Um, longer than 30 days and um, that the military is completely it, um, it has a complete uh, purging of all the Biden era um, sycophants exactly. because that's, that's, that's what we're dealing with right now is Biden era sycophants in charge of our, in charge of our military so we need to just expel them all exactly like, we'll, we'll give you honorable discharges so that way you don't lose your benefits and shit like that but get the fuck out right I mean you know, I'm, I'm not an asshole about it. I'm not going to remove what they fought for and what they served for. You know, I'm not going to deny them that. But I'd say get, just get your shit and go. Well, I we don't want you here anymore. I fully agree. I mean, the Democrats tried to do that on their end by going by going through and trying to discharge anybody that uh, was in the military but had a conservative viewpoint. Right. So we need to purge the rest of them that have a Democrat viewpoint. Be like, no, we don't want your shit here. Well, here's the thing. If the, I, I truly believe this, that, that the Democrats are truly, uh, they're, they're experiencing a death rattle right now. If you don't, uh, yeah, you, uh, I'm, assuming, I, I'm assuming you know what a death rattle is. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. And, and, here's, and here's the thing. I mean, you, you saw Michael Bloomberg just put out a, a, um, um, a commentary just like last week or, yeah, I think it was last week basically warning the the democrats of impending doom come the end of this uh the the end of this election season you know he's basically saying look the republicans are going to freaking sweep the they're going to sweep all the positions now i'm not uh, now I'm, I'm not saying that there's a real chance that we're going to win and they're going to lose a hundred percent i'm saying we still have to you know there's still a lot of work to do but the fact of the matter is is that when bloomberg 
the previous guy to run for the presidency before Joe Biden took over, and DNC basically said, no, we don't want you, right. Bloomberg, even though he probably would have been a far cry better. You he know, just saying. would have been. But... Um, but the fact of the matter is, when Michael Bloomberg's sitting there saying, uh, Democrat Party, you need to do an about-face because you guys are going a bit too far left, and the American people don't like it, they're going to they're gonna elect all Republicans. Well, I will say this much. It seems that the Democratic Party is actually listening to him because— and I'm trying to get off the State of the Union thing, but Biden suddenly started did did a completely 180. Uh, his uh, even before he became presidency, and for the last year he's been, he's been hollering, defund the police, defund the police, defund the police, uh, keep your masks on, da 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 da. Then all of a sudden, State of the Union comes around, and it's all of a sudden, oh, we don't need to defund the police. We need to give them more funding. We don't need to have mask mandates. We need to eliminate mask mandates. So they are all of a sudden doing 180 and trying to pretend that they're on that the that the Republican platform is actually their platform, even though everything they're now claiming is what the Republicans have been shouting for the last eight years at least. Yeah, I so, agree. So yes, they um, are. I, they are desperate. They are, quite frankly, their their actions I find completely boorish and pathetic. I'm I'm not going to bring up the article for this one, but there's some further proof about how desperate they really are. Did you know? And and please just. And when I when I am asking you this, did you know? Just uh, just indulge me for a second here. Did you know that uh, Wisconsin is uh, is is seeing some rumblings about possibly decertifying the election of 2020? Yes, uh, we we have discussed that, uh, not in great detail, but we have discussed it. Yeah, it seems a former Supreme Court judge. Um, went into it and and investigate investigated it over the last year. And I, I think it's kind of funny how I was calling the Supreme Court, the the Wisconsin Supreme Court, about this. Oh, back at that point in time when he decided to retire. In fact, he decided to retire in a very timely fashion after I called him. Now I'm not sure if he got the message. I, I never received a call back, so I don't know. I never received an email back, so I don't know. But I, I said, hey, um, you might want to look into this because there's definitely some fraud going on. Exactly. And I, I, I contacted all my senators. I contacted the, the everybody I possibly could in the chain of command. And suddenly, hey, guess what? Dude actually dug up real evidence saying that there was uh there was definitely some something hinky going on. And here's the thing, I fully one hundred percent support decertifying the election. Okay. The problem is at we are so far into Biden's term that one state decertifying the election is not going to affect who is currently sitting in office. Oh, it definitely will. Okay. You get you get enough to overturn the election decertifying, and the election is overturned. Well, it would take more than just it would, one it state. Would, it would take it would take place as being a constitutional crisis. At which point, what would happen? Hmm. It would devolve 
to the House of Representatives. And I say the House of Representatives, I'm not talking about United States House of Representatives. I'm saying it would devolve to the House of Representatives as in each state gets one vote. Well, granted. Overnight, we could have a regime change in our country, overnight. Well, that would be the ideal situation, as we've seen. That's probably what would happen. Well, like I said. Because there's no other way to solve anything of this nature except for that. I I I can agree. I I do think that uh, anybody who I I think there needs to be more severe punishment for anybody who is found to have actually perpetrated for uh, election fraud. Yeah, uh, I mean, absolutely. There, right but now, I think that's going to be basically a a a a group of attorneys general from these particular states that find this and say, hey, um, we need to prosecute here. Exactly. And so they could probably team up and go into the and go into the United States Supreme Court and be like, okay, we're bringing these people up on charges for high treason, for you know, tampering in an election and, and allowing um, international influence. Not even saying Russia or China had to have anything to do with it. It's more or less European actors like this Vice guy or W-Y-S-S, um, that's how you spell his last name. He's uh, one of the co-founders of of the uh, um, Justice Now group. That Oh, right. hey, guess what? Jen Psaki used to work there. Right. How about that little piece of information? Yeah, unfortunately. That, that yeah. Supreme Court nominee judge that we just had put up there in front of exactly. the U.S. Senate last week. Exactly. Oh, she used to work there too. Exactly. It's interesting how many people we find that work there that uh, – that seem to all be under the democratic uh, uh, regime, so to speak. Uh, but the thing is that, and the the a real problem, and we've had people. I think it was uh, a couple people, ladies in Georgia or somewhere around the East Coast, actually got convicted of committing uh, voter fraud. And the consequences were almost laughable. They really received no consequences. Exactly. Basically, okay, yeah, you committed voter fraud. Here, don't do it again. Bad, bad. Don't do it again. Have a nice night. I mean, think about Stacey Abrams, for example. God knows she's fucking crooked as hell and had a lot to do with the the voter fraud that happened at, well, I should say the election fraud, not voter fraud, election fraud oh, in Georgia. She, exactly. She even admitted to being part of that, and yet she's still able to run for political office? What the yeah, hell? I think, I think that needs to be uh, handled very promptly by Virginia. I think they need to prosecute her ass to the full ex- fullest extent of the law and include some jail time in there so that way her right to run for governor of Georgia is stripped from her because honestly she'll be she'll be the death of georgia exactly i mean she's gonna go and and honestly at this point i don't think that voter fraud or election fraud should be a state to state thing i think you ought to be brought up on federal charges for it i'm sorry but lock the asses up in leavenworth i would love to see some of these leftist uh uh, snowflakes try to survive w- one week in Leavenworth. Well, you're talking about a military tribunal at that point. 
Well, because Leavenworth is not a federal penitentiary. Leavenworth is is a actually, military. Camp. It is a military facility, but it is also used as a. There are also a maybe, lot maybe of, as a holding for federal prisons, but it's not a federal prison. It is literally a military prison. But I am a firm believer: uh, election fraud, voter fraud, in my opinion, is an act of treason. So yeah, I think you ought to stand in front of the military. Tribunal. Honestly. If we're going to go that route about it, we might as well just reopen uh, Gitmo and, and send them all down to the Bay of Pigs. I'm not completely against it. I'm not against it at all. I, I, I think that anybody who's a treasonous think... bastard needs to be ejected from this country I... and sent to a holding facility outside of the border. Exactly. I don't think Gitmo should have been closed down to begin with. Yes, there were a lot of questionable things that went on there, but uh, I'm sorry, I don't uh, have The who, sympathy. terrorists? I don't have sympathy for terrorists. I don't have sympathy for treason. Honestly, if it's happening to terrorists, I don't give a damn. Like I don't. So, exactly. If that's it's what happening I'm to saying. a freaking terrorist, good for it. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but we got a thousand things we got to get to here, and I'd like do. to get to at least uh, at least you know four of these articles we got up here. So let's let's get to the uh, Virginia article that I, I just saw. Oh, most definitely. This, this is an interesting one. And the reason why this is interesting, obviously, is because it's something that parents are facing. You know, and I, I'm a I'm a dad. I got I got three kids, you know. Um Virginia is set to become first state to adopt law allowing parents to review sexually explicit school material before it's given to their children. Exactly. I mean uh so, Virginia uh, you know what? I I, I know we they've been, mentioned they've this been almost, hitting it out of park recently. I I know we mentioned this almost every week, but Virginia has been leading the charge uh, for uh, in restoring parental rights. I mean, Florida followed Virginia's example. They passed laws restoring uh, parental rights with, uh, within the schools, but Virginia has been leading the charge. And I got news for you, to uh, Governor Yunkin, my hats off to you. I, I'm, if my right hand was usable, I'd be saluting you right now. Right. So the the article states this. It says if signed into law, which I don't see why uh, um, Glenn Yunkin wouldn't at this point. But if signed into law, which passed the st uh, state house February 28th and the state senate February 9th. Um, would make Virginia the first nation, uh, first in the nation to adopt a statewide measure for reviewing sexually explicit material in schools, instead of leaving, um, instead of leaving the decision up to local administrators, um, local administrators, and school boards. It would be given to parents to review it, which I think is awesome. You know, that, oh, that, absolutely! That, freaking lootly. Um, Duncan wrote a statement to the Washington Post that the passage of this bill signals to schools that parents will not be silenced. Notifying parents is just common sense. Oh my God, that is music to my freaking ears. It, it and I look forward to signing it when it reaches my desk. <laughs> exactly. And, and like I said, Virginia has been leading the charge in this, and we've been seeing a growing movement 
across oh, yeah. this nation. Very large strides there. Okay, it has not just been in Virginia. It has not just been in Florida. It has not just been in Texas. We have a movement actually growing across this nation where parents are going into the school board meeting saying, you are not going to teach my child this. You are not going to teach CRT and call my child a victim because of their skin color or a victimizer because of my their skin color. You are not going to force my child to wear a mask. Okay, this is a movement that's sweeping the nation, and this is part of the reason that the Democrats are in the panic that they are now. This is part of the reason why all of a sudden they're they're dropping all their mask mandates, because they've realized the American people have had enough. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to save them. I don't believe um, it is either. I don't think they're actually waking up that much. And and I'll I'll point that out with the next article right here. Hmm. Let's see this. New York Education Department promotes sexually explicit book for national reading event. Yeah, I think the I think the Board of Education is gonna wind up get, uh shooting themselves in the foot with this one. That's New York Education Department. I mean that that's that's the state level shit right exactly. there. Exactly. So I mean, I mean, in the in the book that she's she's uh you know, referencing here, this is the um, Department of Education uh, in New York. Uh, oh, what's her face? What what what's her name there? Maya? No. Yeah, Maya. K- that's, K- 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 no, that's K- that's, an, that's that's the uh, um, that's the author. That's the author. So, let's see here. Where's the name here? State librarian Lauren Moore. That's her in the picture. Um, recommended the book named Gender Queer, a memoir. Like, 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 really? Look at the eyes. Have you ever noticed that? Something about the eyes always tells you who is batshit crazy right look at her eyes her eyes she is got some bug eyes going on there crooked smile and everything yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping in your video i'm hoping in your video i'm hoping in your video you're going to actually show her her image because personally this girl this this woman looks like she's tweaked out on crack or cocaine boom right there you go bug eyes Exactly. Like I mean, a bit too hard. I have not heard of this book before, so I obviously have not even reviewed it. Uh, something I'm uh, go- I've never heard of it either. But honestly, uh, if it's called but, queer, I mean, I'm not sure I want my kids reading it. Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not against when a child, and there does come a time where a child's hormones kick in and they realize if they're attracted to to, to men or or to to males or females. Okay, so I am not against uh, if they make that choice, and it is a choice. They're not born that way, but if they make this that choice. going to be an explicit statement, so be prepared, sir. I think, exactly. if anybody's, I think if anybody's confused, if anybody's confused, it's called just look down the front of your drawers, and you'll figure it out real fast. I mean, I have family members that are – uh, 
binary, for lack of a better term. I guess that's a political term that's being used now. Uh, no. And that's their choice. I will not. I don't. I don't agree with them. I will not uh, call the. Uh, if they were born uh, biological male, I will not uh, perpetrate the misgendering by calling them female just to leave their personal comforts but by the same uh, so I mean I don't condemn somebody who who's go, who chooses to live a gay lifestyle but I will not pretend that a male is a female and a female is a male because it's just biologically not possible I don't care what you do uh, even in the purpose in the event of a sex change, a biological male cannot bear a child. As such, uh, this teaching that oh men can get pregnant because uh, uh, because they're transgender is utter horseshit, and I'm not going to uh, contribute to that delusion. So here's here's. I'm I'm sorry. I've been literally shaking and bouncing in my chair over here because I gotta say this. I I almost wanted to vote word vomit it out here. Point of levity. Just small point of levity. I'm I'm gonna coin this right now. This is this is forever gonna be what we refer to them on this show. They are not this alphabet soup. L B T Q Z. Whatever it is. You know, I'm going to simplify it for all you people out there, and you're going to get triggered. So trigger warning right now. You're going to get triggered hardcore. It's the gender-confused community. Exactly. Exactly. Gender-confused. Exactly. Like I said, if you reach an age after puberty, you decide you're attracted to your own sex instead of the other, well, that's entirely your choice. But don't expect the general public, and don't try to force the general public to alleviate whatever feelings you have going on, because feelings are not science, feelings are not fact, and don't expect us to perpetrate the lie that you're telling yourself. If you're gay, you're gay. It's You're not a woman trapped in a man's body or vice versa. You're just simply gay. That's all there is to it. I mean, I'll, I'll say it like this. I'll, I'll say it like this. You know, at the end of the day, facts don't care about your feelings. And you might claim that it's, oh, it's just chemistry. Well, that that just means you're saying that your feelings don't mean a damn anyway because you're saying it's chemistry. Exactly. Chemistry has nothing to do with feelings. Well, it's chemical things going on inside your brain, you know. Well, yeah, and that that may trigger certain feelings. But, but the chemistry is it, the feelings are not the basis of the chemistry. The chemistry is the basis of the feeling. The 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 fact is about about these people that claim non-binary and and gender fluid. Well, you know what? If you're gonna call yourself gender fluid, then you gotta call everybody else gender fluid because that's where we came from too. Everybody came from gender fluid. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's you know, definitely fluid involved. You know, just saying, there's some fluid involved there. Some some fluid swapping, as well. And, and with that um, being with that being said, I can't I can't resist this crack. It's an it, it, it's an old military throwback. I can't resist the opportunity. But yes, there was some definite fluid involved, and uh, 
Navy and Marines, you should be very familiar with this fluid. Swabbies. <laughs> no, semen. <laughs> semen? Uh, I was just going to call them swabbies. <laughs> no, their lowest rank, they, they actually don't have a rank called swabbies. Their lowest rank is semen. Yeah, I, I know that. I just call them all swabbies because, I mean, hey, in order to go into the Navy, you'd have to be born in the test tube. But since we were, we, since <laughs> we, yes, but since we were discussing fluids, yeah, like I said, it's an off-color joke, but it's not, it's totally. a I know mine was a totally Navy. off-color joke, but that's it's, just the camaraderie it. between Army and Navy there. Exactly. Uh, Army, <laughs> believe me, believe me, I'm sure somebody from the Navy is, is going to fire back a shot oh. at me, and I Larry invite that shot. I get pissed off that I referred to him <laughs> as a swabby. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure somebody from the Navy or Marines is going to fire back a shot at me. I invite <laughs> that shot. It's, uh, it's, it's all many good fun right it definitely is it's, it's the camaraderie between the branches there but uh hey let's let's skip on over to uh to this other uh other thing here we got uh, a bit of time left so we can cover this one so here that's something i've been talking about recently a lot in our our uh, pre-show conversations about russia and all this but I, I, I want to illustrate this so that way everybody gets it. Don't ask China to, to interfere in all this. And there's a reason why. Um, there's pro-Russia propaganda proliferating in China as Moscow's isolation grows. Now, the reason why that is is because they have a trade agreement. It was worked out last year, the year before that, actually, I think. Um, they have a trade agreement that Russia gives China a lot of oil, a lot of coal. You know, it was part of their it was part of their <laughs> trade agreement after their, their last little little tiff with each other mm-hmm. over over the western over western uh, over eastern Russia, right. and that whole peninsula going up there by Yakutsk. Okay, Yakutsk is the far eastern portion of Russia. It's the actually the the um, what used to be part of the land bridge that that connected Russia and and Alaska together at one point in time, thousands of years ago. Um, that whole area is called Yakutsk. And I mean, I think that's more of a regional term. It's not actually like a provincial term. Um, but that was the peninsula of Yakutsk. And the whole thing about that area is there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, deep rock formations of coal, iron, all that. There's a lot of natural resources up there. So with that, they get coal down there to China and oil and gas. Exactly. From the eastern portion. You know, one thing. But they can't one... get it there through normal normal channels. They got to ship it through Kazakhstan. So that's one thing you guys got to be got to be paying attention to here, is that everybody thinks China's not not rattling the saber. Has, has anybody been paying attention to what's going on in in Western China right now? We got we got the Uyghurs going on. Well, what what are the Uyghurs? They're basically POWs. POWs that of 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 people who used the border between China. Pakistan and and uh, oh yeah, Afghanistan, the very place we we just evacuated the hell out of and left probably hundreds of thousands of American citizens in last year. You know, well, you um, know they're I, all being hunted down right now by Chinese. Real quick, I uh, with the, with this being brought up about uh, pro-Russian uh, propaganda in China. Okay, uh, we have to. Uh, I have to honestly ask: Does anybody? Actually, believe the 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 so, apparent the 
what is supposed to appear as shock by the Biden administration that China did not denounce Russia's actions? I mean, does anybody really I mean, buy surprised. that they were exactly? Does anybody buy that the Biden administration was surprised by that? Biden administration's trying to act like they're shocked that China won't denounce uh, denounce Putin's actions, but I'm not buying. You know, let, let's let's just let's just you know put this uh, put this blind ass pony out there in the middle of the pasture for everybody to see. The fact of the matter, this blind ass pony is is uh, is bucking and kicking it nothing but air. Um, so so, what this really is with Biden? Oh yeah, hmm. Hunter Biden going to China making billion dollar deals. Oh, Hunter Biden going to Ukraine and Russia and Kazakhstan brokering billion dollar deals. Well, Hillary no. Clinton during the Obama years going to huh Russia. Brokering billion-dollar deals for uranium and helium. Well, oh. not only that, not only wow. not only Hunter, but Biden himself going to these same places and using his office as vice president to broker deals in exchange for an audience with with then President Obama. <laughs> and that's kind of where this whole cookie kind of crumbles. But let's let's let's. Home, home back in on, on Russia and China and their relationship on this one. See, the reason why all this, everybody has to pay attention to this. You know, Kazakhstan, wh where does that lie at? Hmm. That that lies between, I believe, I believe, Iran, Russia, and, oh, oh what's this, China? I'm not looking at the map, so I, and I'm not really... Familiar with uh, with with Pakistan's uh, geographic Pakistan. I, I mean Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. It's on that's the, what I meant. The, on the eastern side of the Caspian Sea. I believe so. So, what if I was to tell you that that's where the oil gets through to China, and if Kazakhstan makes any kind of fart in the wrong direction on the oil, guess what happens? Well, then they get to deal oh, with both China Kazakhstan, and the formerly Russia. known as part of the Soviet Union, might be reabsorbed. Exactly. Electronically exactly. to Ukraine. Uh, I mean, we, we, I mean, we already know that uh, Putin has designs to reestablish the old USSR, as if not in political stance, in uh, territory. Yeah, I, I think that that's. That's somewhat true. I mean, they've already got standing uh, agreements with places like Belarus, but with Lithuania and the rest of them all starting to get kind of nervous about the situation, we might see some of this territory reacquired. Um, but let's let's go into what this really means for the China-Russia relationship. Seems like, huh, how about that? China changed the supply chain strategy with Russia three months ahead of the Ukraine uh, invasion, suggesting it had foreknowledge. Well, they had some foreknowledge, but that wasn't really, but that was the Biden, you know, giving classified information to China in hopes they were going to head off the, the whole invasion, say, hey, you need to stop doing this. Hey, you need to stop doing this. Well, but Xi Jinping, he wants this to happen. 
Well, so that's we, what they did. They, they restructured their trade. I have to put this out there. Me and Tim do have a difference of opinion on Biden's motive for inform, informing China of classified information. Uh, Tim's standpoint is, oh, they were hoping China would warn down, w- talk down well, Russia no, from invading. That's, their, that's uh, what they were saying, and that's how they, they covered it. Honestly, though, I firmly my, – my actual standpoint is I firmly do believe that the Bidens are um, – what's, what's the word? Compromised. Well, not only compromised, I think they were. I think they were actually seeking to antagonize Russia, so that Russia would make a move, uh, thus driving up oil prices, which would uh, create a uh, an energy crisis in the United States because we do use so much oil. Uh, we have seen just in the last week prices of gasoline get, uh, get absorbently high. Okay. Uh, what better time to try to push the uh, convince the, the American people that the Green New Deal is the way to go? So I think that I think this was. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to piss off a lot of people. It's gonna, definitely going to piss off uh, uh, probably people who work for the Department of Justice. But I think it was a direct act of treason by Biden to disclose the classified information that he disclosed. And as I asked him earlier, and it's food for thought, it's not something that needs to be dwelled on now, but if he passed on that information, regardless of his reason for doing it, the fact that he's been compromised by Russia, the fact that we know he's been compromised by China, what other classified information has he divulged? I mean, let's admit, let's face it, the Biden administration has not been forthcoming or transparent on anything. Yeah, yeah, I really, really, I mean, honestly, just think about this for a second. People, people, think about this for a second. This is the first time in United States history where we are actively entertaining the idea that a sitting U.S. president has been compromised by a foreign enemy before he was elected. Exactly. Like, what the hell, people? Why are we just now coming to the conclusion, oh, we we need to check into the elections. Exactly. We should have done this in November 2020. Yeah, we like should. This. We should. We should. This should have been initiated and completed before the swearing-in ceremony date even approached. I mean, honestly, people. Okay. If I, any of you are surprised by what's happening in Ukraine right now or what's going to happen to Taiwan or what's going to happen to what was formerly known as Burma what was, oh, and what is currently known as Kazakhstan, Afghanistan, and Pakistan, if you are surprised by any of these moves – I swear to God, you need to take your fucking horse blinders off right the fuck now. Well, and the same thing because can be— all of these things are entirely predictable. And the same thing can be said if you cannot see how the, how the toxicity of the Democratic Party and the DNC is tearing this nation down, uh, it, then, again, you need to take off your horse blinders because you're either blind or you're just entirely ignorant. 
I mean, I'm reading some of the comments on this here. So many shocking coincidences. A virus hits the U.S. at the at the start of an election year. China takes Hong Kong in six months. Uh, six months in, questioning is bad. Uh, uh, exactly, exactly, and <laughs> and that is virtually point, he? that is virtually what the DNC has told uh, told us that uh, from don't question Fauci, don't question our president, don't speak out against our government. They basically told us, oh well, you can question anything that Trump did, you can question anything that 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 conservatives say, but don't question the establishment. Don't. You can question you can question the character of Donald Trump, but you may not question the character of, of Joe Biden. Exactly. And have you seen have you seen recent interviews where the where he has actually, him and even Jen Psaki have actually been been and I've got to give give credit to the oh, left wing yeah, media because even they're starting to turn on the Democratic Party. And they're, well, and they're, I, I, I'm not going to give them any credit. I, I ain't giving them no credit. I mean, they they have four years to make up for. Come on. I agree, but they're they're finally even they're. I mean, what's that say when when even they ain't le- turned around far enough yet? They're not far enough yet. But what's that say when left wing controlled media actually starts turning on its on the on the very party that it uh, purports to support? Yeah, well, I think they're smelling their own demise coming, and that's kind of why they're doing it. Because Brandon. suddenly, podcasts like like you know Dan Bongino's and Tim Pool. I mean, hey, did you know that Tim Pool just recently crossed over the mark to being larger than CNN? Right. Well, I mean, I... actually, it wasn't just recently. I think that's been that way for like a long time now. But still, he's more popular than CNN. Exactly, oh, and and yes, we are still a small podcast, but you know what? I'd even throw us in there. I'm not throwing us in there quite yet because we're not in the millions or even hundreds of thousands of no, viewers no, yet. No, I mean, I hope to reach someday, but right now I'm just kind of kicking my feet up and saying I'll get there eventually. No, we're not there yet, but uh, I, because we go along the same lines as, as, as Bongino and all these others – uh, Tammy, Tommy Lauren, etc. I would throw us into the mix there because we, our mission is to get the information out there and disseminate it in a way that is supported by fact. Yeah, I, I, I do that even on my own podcasts, and I mean, I, I don't oftentimes show the facts, but you know. I figure these things are pretty easily searchable on people's on people's own two feet, and that's the other thing. There's a lot of things I will talk about, and a lot of things I want to talk about on here, but I can't because we have to do articles. We have to do uh, well that, and we have to. But, do, we, there has to be due diligence uh, 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 and basically data to back up data. It's it's. Uh, the the journalistic side of things it can be a little bit tentative because if you attack something without having every t crossed every i dotted then you could run into well, problems. Well, I can attack green life. energy all I want to because guess what? It's just common sense. Yeah, exactly, it is. And, and that's granted, exactly what I do on my own podcast is I attack all these green initiatives because it's just common sense like seriously wind and solar energy aren't going to work for everybody all the time no like they, they, might work aren't. Part they, of the time. they 
sure. They are unreliable. They are unreliable. We do not have lossless energy storage. We don't have lossless energy transfer. Therefore, wind and solar won't work as a renewable source. Not and for many, exactly. many hundred years now, to come. I we I know we're going to get into this in a little bit about the the uh, Russian attack on the Ukraine's. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, nuclear power plant. Oh, I, I I deleted those off the list because okay. uh, we're getting about to the point where we need to have someone retire. Um, but I want to cover that particular story before we go into anything else. So I'm gonna go ahead and skip to that one. Okay, um, let's do it. Uh, but my, most my... blames rising gas prices on Ukraine invasion. Hmm. I don't think so, Miss Nancy Pelosi. You've been drinking a little bit too much of that gin. What is causing the prices of gas to go up is Putin's response and something else that, oh, Joe Biden did last year. Shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. Exactly. Here's and the shut thing. off all of our drilling and fracking on federal lands. And That's I'm what's causing it, our gas Exactly, prices. and I'm going to mention this again. I know I mentioned it last Saturday, but since Facebook decided to attack our our broadcast, uh, I'm going to mention it again. The hell with Facebook. Okay, the, the bottom line, we Biden wanted to say, oh, we're going to see higher gas prices. American people just have to make the sacrifice for their in response to the Ukraine situation. Well, no, we don't. A simple way to alleviate this this oil shortage, these oil this inflation on oil, is to reinstate the Keystone Pipeline. Reinstate drilling on federal lands. Okay. Now granted Saki wants to claim, oh, we could never do we could never accomplish it in time to make any real difference. But the bottom line is that if we don't reinstate them, then we're not going to accomplish it. We're going to wind up running out of our own personal reserves, which we really don't want to use, which is why the Keystone was shut down on top of dry. Keystone was shut down intentionally to drive up oil prices. But, I mean, there's the easy solution. Biden wants to say, oh, the, the key to, uh, to, to dealing with inflation is just for uh, businesses and manufacturers charge less for their product. Well, that's not how inflation works. Inflation works based on demand and supply. You diminish the supply, you increase the demand, which drives up the prices. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I, I bring up this particular story because I, I want to refute, you know, not just mumbling, bumbling happy Sunday, good morning, Sunday morning, granny seizure having Pelosi, but also Peppermint Patty. I want to refute her statement about, oh, it would take so much time, and it would be it'd be years before we could get it back up and running. Let me tell you something as someone who works in the field, who works for a company that deals with uh, you know, oil and gas, Right. You know, we have a utility section in our company that handles oil and gas. We handle trains as well. We handle a lot of really important infrastructure throughout the country. You know, not not including, uh, also including, you know, fracking oil from 
from Canada, we, we, we didn't have any jobs on the Keystone XL, but we had jobs that were definitely in relation to it. Right. I mean, heck, we're waiting on permits for something called the number five right now. You know, and and that's that's in Wisconsin. You know, we have to get uh, we have to go around federal lands because we can't get the permits anymore. So we're waiting on permission from the DNR. You know, that's all we're waiting on right now. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know, as someone who works in this particular kind of business, um, do you know how long? I mean, do you know, Troy, how long it would take to get? fracking and oil pipelines back up and running uh the exact time frame no but uh it's not going to take I can as tell long. You the exact time it's, frame. i i do know it's not going to take as long as stocky wants the american public to believe stocky wants the american public to believe that it would take two years nothing less to get oil back up and running let me tell you something about oil pipelines there's control boards we have technology these days mm-hmm. on control boards flip of a switch oil's flowing again that's what that is it's literally that freaking simple now fracking might take a few months to set up the machinery again but again once you have the machinery set up and it's pumping out of the ground again flip of a switch literally overnight oil can be back and running again so Jen Saki sorry lady you don't know what you talking about bitch exactly and of course they go to the, the this uh climate hopes that they like to go to every time to, as their final reason for not wanting to do any of this. Yeah, it's it's Green New Deal, freaking ESG, World Economic Forum BS that she is spewing from the podium. Because after all, her, her, her previous bosses are part of that group of Davos and all that. Exactly. You know, honestly, these people just need to go and fuck right the hell off of the Grand Canyon. They do. They, they just need to go. They, they need to go and jump off a cliff somewhere because, well, quite frankly, they are a waste of space. I would rather them not doing it doing it at one of our treasured landmarks here in the United States. Right, go, they'll mar that. Go, okay, go. okay, all you people over there in Europe that want this ESG crap, go climb, go climb the, the um, the what, what is that called, the Matterhorn? Jump off of there with no better, parachute. Better Just jump yet. off there. Better yet, just go to Hawaii and jump in the volcano. Get it over. No, with. no. See, that's the thing is, they'd have to take a flight, and they ain't gonna do that. I'm at least telling them some way that's actually kind of green, so it fits yeah, their agenda. Yeah, but if they, if they the, I'm up the Matterhorn, jump off there. Yeah, but if they it's just closer for you guys, if, dude, they, if, they, if they just splatter on the rocks below, somebody's got the unfortunate task of cleaning their cleaning their remains up. Oh I don't believe, no, no, they I don't, don't have to worry believe... about that. The snow will cover it. Yeah, perhaps. I think the stench would it still exist, but I think the stench would still exist. I'd rather they just jump into a volcano so we don't have to worry about cleanup. Well, this ain't Sin City. They don't have yellow blood that smells like hell, okay? At least I don't <laughs> think many of them do. I mean, Joe Biden might, but I, I don't know. I think I think Nancy Pelosi definitely does. Well, no, her, 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 she would just smell like gin. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. No, her remains would probably smell like vodka or gin. More than likely gin. I swear to God. This whole thing that she was doing where she was rubbing her wrists together, I'm sorry, but that's just freaking creepy. She was doing it with a big old grin. <laughs> exactly. But, well, but uh, like I said, I think my theory behind it is just like Schumer, she, mi- she misinterpreted the mark on which they were – 
told they were supposed yeah. to stand in applause. I don't so, give her that much credit. I think she's just loony. I think she needs to be stuffed well, in a straight jacket we, and thrown we, in, a, in, in a insane asylum. Well, that goes without saying. I mean, her, Biden, even Schumer, we, they they all show signs of dementia and senility. So, granted, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think uh, Pelo- uh, Pelosi's senility and dementia is a combination of not only her 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 vampirish type age, but her constantly being in a state of drunkenness. Sorry, I'm 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 doing a pantomime of somebody in a straight jacket as I have a big old picture of Nancy Pelosi up. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that woman belongs in a straight jacket. Yeah, and I'm sorry to end the show on this on, on on this particular picture, folks, right here. But this lady needs to be committed, like immediately. Uh, I there there is no argument on this end. Uh, honestly, I think the entire. Uh, honestly, I I don't know. Committing, I would much rather see her rot away in a prison somewhere. Well, I mean, what's the difference if she's in a padded room with a straitjacket on? Because, you know, because in a, in a spoiling middle... herself, at least in prison, she has a toilet. In a, in a freaking insane asylum in a straitjacket, she ain't got no toilet. I'd rather see her like that. Yeah, but the thing is, they're, they're wallowing in, in, in her own in, filth. In a psychiatric facility, they're made a little bit more comfortable than they are in a prison. I'm not talking about any of them. I'm saying we need to get a film like, you know, a lifelike freaking version of of a Arkham Asylum and and throw all these loonies in there. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. I think it's the perfect place for them. They're all lost causes. Well, that goes with that. Wall them in. Thing. Toss in a bag of bread every now and again and say fight over it. Bread. Eh. You know what? Let's just toss in flour and water and let them figure it out. No, you gotta give them bread. You gotta give them bread. Nah, I suppose. Either way, I mean, either way, it's obvious that these these three need to, for for the sake of the country, let alone themselves, they need to be retired. They need to be forcibly uh, retired. I, I, I'm sorry, Troy, but I feel a cough coming on here. <coughs> sorry. Quite all right. I really didn't get that clear enough to be able to interpret it, but I'm sure it was some kind of a, a sting. Uh, <laughs> something to do with dirt. Ah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I think that... Uh, I, th- I think that Nancy Pelosi just needs to retire. I think that uh, Schumer needs to retire. Uh, I think that Schiff, well, let's just say Siberia would probably be a good place for him. Uh, you um, know what? Schiff needs to be tried for treason and and, and then receive exactly the, Siberia. Receive the appropriate. Tr- well, no, I think he should receive the appropriate tr- uh, sentence that is used for treason, which is put in front of a firing squad. That's only in Utah. 
So Utah is the only state that allows the firing squad. So hopefully it's out there. Either that or at least have his neck stretched. Now that, that would be Guantanamo. Works for That's me. That's legal there. <laughs> um, Schiff, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely one of them. I think AOC just needs to have a gag stuffed in her mouth and call it good. Oh, oh, um, careful, careful. AOC will say you're infatuated with her and just have a crush on her. Oh, yeah, that's right. I want to <laughs> rock and roll with that BDSM with her. <laughs> no, no. Just just, just put a gag in her mouth and just throw her in I the mean, closet, I guess. And, oh. and she's, continu- she's continued this thing of, matter of fact, I think it was just a week or two ago, she accused a woman of wanting to be with her because of uh, of derogatory oh. comments against her. Okay, here's in, in in AOC's defense, she grew up during the age where "I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It" was a popular song. I'm yes, but how delusional does this person need to be to think that everybody who who disagrees with her is simply because they are jealous and want to sleep with her? Have you seen pictures of that lady? Do you uh, see how big her eyes are and you know what? popping out of her I head? Tr- I try not to look at pictures of her because I want to throw up every time I do. She looks like a freaking crack test tube baby. She looks like, yes, somebody that you could toss a lighter at that was out of lighter fluid, and she'd sit there and flick it for a half an hour before she figures out it's empty. I mean, the, the I mean, we already know a Barbie doll has higher intelligence level. No, that's insulting to the Barbie doll. Eh, maybe so, but uh, my opinion... Uh, I mean, why would you make that comparison? You're insulting Barbie at that point. I'm sorry, but AOC is the second lowest life form in America. Uh, followed, uh, Following right behind Biden, Pelosi, and uh, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Schumer. Well, that would make it number four. No, because I no. Put, I put Biden, Pelosi, and and Schumer. Oh, you're saying equal. you're saying Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer are just one homogenous mass. Exactly. Okay. One one solid amoeba. <laughs> Single celled organisms, huh? Exactly. Well, hey, here's here's the best part about that comparison: amoebas eat and poop out of the same orifice. Well. There you go, then, because we've already seen that the that that the that's exactly yeah, they, what the they dem- open their mouths and out falls a toilet. Exactly. You know? I mean, uh, they open their mouth and nothing spews out but uh, but pure shit. And this is the anyways. Same- we are running a little bit long here, man. We are at the uh, hour yes. and a quarter. Well, yeah, but we're having a lot of fun. But like I was saying, they're they're spewing out pure shit, and this is the same orifice that they. They, they they feed their their bodies through. So, yeah, amoeba, I think, is a pretty good analogy for them. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking up there at that picture of Nancy Pelosi, and I'm sitting here like, lady, you got to get a better wig. So you're sitting there looking at Nancy Pelosi. How are you not vomiting? Because I'm not looking at her. I'm looking at her hairline and realizing that she is <laughs> definitely wearing a wig. Did you notice that? You got that you got that article up right now, right? Uh let me let me switch back to it here. Um She is definitely wearing a yeah, wig. She's that is, bald. Yeah, that is a wig. You can see a little bit of the netting on the front. 
That's not the netting. That's a bald spot up front. Yeah. Bet you she pulls that thing off, she'll end up looking like uh, one of those. Oh, oh, who was it? Oh, was it was it Natalie Portman that had the freaking hair all ripped out in certain sections and looked all freaking crazy in one of those movies? She looks like that. Ah. <coughs> oh my God. Who knows? Maybe she removed. Maybe maybe if she maybe I mean. To me, she removed her wig. She'd probably look like the Crypt Keeper. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> like, exactly what I'm saying. So, we got the Crypt Keeper running our freaking Congress right now. What the hell? Yeah, ain't that kind of scary? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, quite all right. Quite all right. We, uh, Those of us who are old enough to remember Tales from the Crypt, Crypt Keeper was a lot better liked than Nancy Pelosi will ever be. Oh, yeah. Crypt Keeper was awesome. <laughs> but he was a hideous-looking individual, just like Nancy Pelosi. He looked better than Nancy does. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but, at least he aged kind of halfway as well. She, she's looking like shit. Uh, yeah, you, you remember the, uh, the, the Resident Evil movies? Uh-huh. I'm calling zombie on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Remember that TV show that was only around for like four episodes called V? I I like that. I liked the I liked the V. That was okay. my favorite show growing up. But here's the thing, you realize how they were all like reptilians in human form? Or at yeah. least they started stealing people's skins. Yeah. I'll bet you anything, right? There you go. There's a conspiracy theory for your people. <laughs> You know she's what? really a reptilian alien. <laughs> you know what though? That pic, the the picture that that you you probably got up right now, is just proof that she needs to retire. The woman looks like death warmed over. Mm-hmm. Yep, looks like she just climbed freshly out of the grave. Nancy, get back in there. Just, <laughs> just get back in there. Don't make, don't make me get the hose. Right. Well, I'm not dead yet. We all yes, know, you we, are. We all know witches melt with water. Right. Running water. Don't but, make me well, get the hose. Not not all witches. I I I'm sorry. You know, I have to come. Honest. I have to come in defense of, of those who actually practice uh, paganism. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the according to the storylines and the fables, yeah, water will destroy them. But uh, honestly, uh, seriously, looking at her puts me in mind of the old Monty Python script. I'm not dead yet. Yes, you are. Be quiet. You're dead. No, I'm not. I don't know if you remember Monty Python and the Flying Circus. Uh-oh, I think I lost him. Tim, are you still with us? <laughs> Tim. What? We lost you for a minute. Uh, I lost you apparently because I was saying I I certainly hope that at this trucker protest there's somebody with a water tanker and they spray her with a hose like they find her out in the street somewhere and they spray her with a hose and say I'm sorry my mistake I thought you were a witch <laughs> <laughs> we were just uh, trying to save Dorothy honest <laughs> uh, oh <yeah. laughs> right 
Well, I'm sorry for you people on the video cast. I heard that joke twice. It was funny the first time, but I would literally pay real money to see that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, take note while saying that we are not encouraging anybody to actually do that. I don't know about you, but I think it'd be funny. It would be funny, but we are not encouraging acts of violence. Well, I will not confirm nor deny that I am con that I am encouraging it, but believe me, it would be fucking hilarious. It would be, it would be. I would love to see her standing in the street, right in right in front of right in front of uh, the the Capitol building, just stoked to the skin. As long as we well, didn't, hey, as long as we did, if you see her uh, walking down the street, if there's a puddle there, hit that puddle as hard as you can, make it fly all over the place. As, as long as we don't actually have to see any of that skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way, we better cut it off right here. So, final anyway, thoughts, buddy? Uh, I think we've pretty much flown through our final thoughts with the yeah. with, with with this little uh, jokeathon that we've this been little having. Say segue here at the very so, end. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, and, and believe me, we're only half joking on ninety percent of it. Um, but anyway, ninety uh, percent. That's pretty generous. Right, uh, but well, I'm trying to be nice. Uh, anyway, yeah, the nice. Uh, Who cares about them anymore? I don't care. Uh, anyway, <laughs> America, it is. It, look at what is going on on the world stage and the American stage. It is time to wake up and stop being sheep. When the government says they are here to help, trust me, you have something to worry about. Yeah, that's that's the scariest part, and Ronald Reagan even said that one. Exactly. So uh, my final thoughts are the same as they are every week, that if today's political climate is not pissing you off, then you are simply not paying attention. Certainly. And Tim, final thoughts from you? <laughs> I don't think I need any final thoughts on this one. I might start shouting obscenities into the microphone. Okay, well, in that case, we will go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, unless he actually wants to start shouting at obscenities, we do not have censors. We don't have producers to tell us what to say and do. So, <laughs> and I don't abide by the FCC's regulations anymore because, quite frankly, the the federal government at this point has become so illegitimate that they're lucky that I even pay attention to their existence anymore. Well, I don't I don't think the FCC actually has the power to regulate what's said over the internet. So, um, oh, they uh, would certainly love it, but yeah, no. yeah, exactly. But anyway, thank you for listening. I know we've droned on and we've gone into joking. Uh, uh, sometimes you gotta crack a joke just to deal with how horrid a situation is. So if you don't laugh at it, it's liable to drive you insane. Uh, so all of you, thank you for listening. God bless you. God bless this great nation, and have a wonderful week. Mm -hmm.